Welcome to Geocache Adventures with me, Shadow Dragon One, where I explore the world of geocaching. If you enjoy the show, please consider leaving a review wherever you listen to podcasts or on the Geocache Adventures Facebook page. You can also follow Geo Adventures on Buy Me a Coffee for a behind the scenes look on every episode. That's one word G E O Adventures. It's free to follow, or you can become a member and unlock exclusive posts and information. Your memberships go a long way for helping support the podcast and are greatly appreciated. Hi everybody, Amy Shadow Dragon One here, and welcome to this year's Halloween special. The winner of this year's short story contest is Brandy Phillips with her story, Never Geocache Alone. Anita laid all the things in her hands on the bed. She looked down to do a mental checklist. Metallic Richard, pair of tweezers, two flashlights, bunch of pins, extra paper, and swag. Check, check, and check. She thought, am I missing something? Oh, that's right, the Garmin. She stepped to the side, unplugged it from its charging station, and put it on the bed. She pulled the bag out from under the bed and laid it on the bed beside the stuff. She started to tuck each item in each pocket of the bag. Once done, she opened the top of the bag and looked inside. There was a medical kit and some extra rags. She picked the bag up off the bed and carried it to the kitchen, grabbed some protein bars off the counter and some extra water bottles. She put all those in the opening of the bag. The bag felt heavier, but not too heavy to carry. Her boyfriend, Jake, popped his head in the kitchen. Today is the day, hun. You all ready? He smiled his big, beautiful smile at her. Anita smiled back. I think so. I wish you were going with me. I know it's a hike to get these caches, but the walk would do you good. She slung the bag on her shoulder and walked to the living room. She sat down on the couch, her hiking shoes laid out the night before, sat beside the couch. She made sure to even put the socks in the shoes. This is all you, hun. I like the caches that I can pop in a parking lot and grab them and go. I don't like the hiking ones. Anything over a mile is too much for me. I do wish you weren't going alone, though. Are you sure Jennifer can't go with you? She needs more smileys on her page. I asked. She has a conference out of town. I'll be fine. I'm only doing three caches. I've mapped them out fully, even wrote down the coordinates in case I lose service, and I can use my Garmin to find them. Dang it, that's what I forgot. Anita stood off the couch and walked to the bedroom. She picked up the notebook off the nightstand, walking back to the living room. Jacob had a move from his lean on the doorpost. My notebook with the coordinates. I'm only doing three miles in and three miles out. I've worked myself up to this. I will message at each cache if I have signal. He stood from his perch and crossed the room. She was putting on her hiking boots as he leaned in and kissed her on the head. It was a beautiful October day. Halloween was right around the corner and the neighbors' houses were all decorated for the upcoming festivities. She inhaled the air. It was crisp, but she knew it would be cleaner in the woods. She loved the woods. It was her favorite place to go. When she needed to de-stress, she headed to the woods, often alone. She never felt out of place in the woods or uneasy. It was her happy place, a place of solitude. The drive to the trail was only about 15 minutes. She walked this trail many times, but never knew there were geocaches until her boyfriend talked her to downloading the app. She was hooked. She loved being able to do something on her own and with a group. She could have it either way. Her boyfriend always left the hiking spots to her. She would sign his name and he would log it when she got home. He would do the same for her when he went out of town on trips. They always shared pictures of the caches back and forth, so it felt like they were there with each other. He found standard LP ones and she had these backwoods adventures. Two caches with different styles making it work. Her car turned into the gravel trailhead parking lot. Her spot was taken, so she decided to park in another. She wasn't used to parking next to the trailhead sign, so it was different to her. 
other hikers were passing her with their walking sticks and backpacks on, each chattering away to one another. The air was crisper and cleaner up here. Her heart started beating faster. She was getting anxious to get into the woods. She put her backpack on and adjusted the weight on her shoulders. Once she got it comfortable, she leaned over into the car and grabbed her jacket. She tied it around her waist. She looked up and saw the kid wearing a red cape skipping toward the trailhead. She smiled. Halloween time was a time for kids to be a kid and to have all the imagination in the world. She closed the door, locked it, and checked the lock again to make sure. She took a step, the gravel crunching under her feet, and she heard the crunch of the leaves. One thought came to her head. Home. She entered the trailhead and opened her phone. The app was on the upper right on icons. She pushed the geocaching app, found the first cache, and pushed navigate. This one was close, only like 50 feet off the trail. She walked until the arrow took a sharp turn to the right. She didn't want to get lost out here, so she opened her bag and fished around until she found the paracord she always kept with her. She tied the paracord around the tree. This way, coming back, she would know where the trail was. She headed towards the cache. The first one was next to a tree under some big rocks. It was one that was found often because it was so close to the start point. The box looked to be an index box. She opened it, signed the log, and closed the lid. She put the cache back and leaned the stone against the tree. Anita turned around and headed back to the trail. She saw the pink paracord and knew she was headed in the right direction. She pulled out her phone and logged the cache. She zoomed in and found the second one. This one made her nervous. It hadn't been logged in three years and the difficulty was a five. She had zoomed in on the map at home and noticed it was a climb up a rocky hill. She clicked navigate. It said it was a mile away. She put her phone on airplane mode and started walking. The trail was uphill, a little strenuous. She stopped every so often and checked her phone. When she thought she was in the general area, she took her phone off airplane mode. Looking at the cache, it was beside her on the left, and yes, up a giant rocky hill. She could see a small cave at the top. The climb looked steep going straight up, but she saw a trail where people walked in a diagonal line. There was a tree to her left, and she put her hand on the tree to steady herself for the first step. She crawled up the side of the ridge. She could hear little gravel pieces rolling off the hill and hitting the ground below. She stopped to catch her breath and look around. She knew the cache had to be in the cave that was about five steps in front of her. She tiptoed across the ridge, careful not to fall. She made it to the little cave. She squatted down and pulled out her flashlight. Inside was an ammo box. She smiled and let out a chuckle of delight. She didn't see any spiders or snakes, so she reached inside and pulled the ammo box out. She had to pry the rusted lid open. She looked around at how high she was. She could see the tops of the trees up here. The view was breathtaking. She inhaled the air. She could smell a little bit of must from the can at her feet, and the rest was fresh air. A breeze blew into her hair, and she turned into the wind to feel the full effect. She looked down at the can. The top swung back and the contents inside. She pulled out a Ziploc bag. The bag had a book in it, a trackable, and some coins. She pulled the trackable out. I'll save you and move you along to your next destination. She pulled out her phone to log the TV, but she didn't have any signal. She took a quick picture of the back of the trackable so she could get it logged later. She signed the book and saw the last date above it was 9-19-19. She smiled at the date. She put the notebook back in the Ziploc bag and put it back in the can. She pushed the can back in the hole. She reached into her swag bag and pulled out an army man. She put the army man on the rock. This was her signature to leave an army man near caches. She took a couple of pictures of the view, the location of the cache, and proceeded back down the mountain. At the bottom, she looked at the time. In the south, sunset was around 5 and it was pushing 4 p.m. She knew she wouldn't make it to the third cache and out before the sunset. She liked the woods, but not enough to be in the past dark. She shook her head and said out loud, Shoot, 
Dang it, another day. Anita noticed the walk back was faster than the walk in, and the sky seemed to be getting darker the closer she got to the trailhead. The air didn't seem as clean and crisp as it once had. She chalked it up to having the strenuous climb and being out of shape. She got to the trailhead, and the parking lot was empty. All of the cars were gone, including her car. She pulled out her phone and quickly called her boyfriend. Jacob answered on the second ring, Anita! She thought that was strange, not a hun or babe. Jacob, where's my car? Jacob was silent. She felt off. Something wasn't right about this conversation. Jacob proceeded slowly, where are you? Anita responded. It was such an odd question why he hadn't known where she was. She saw him a couple hours ago. I'm at the trailhead. I just came out. Why are you asking me that question? Why are you asking me that question that way? I'm confused. What is going on? Anita stammered through the questions. Jacob was silent again. This wasn't like him. You have been missing for two weeks. Do you know what day it is? Anita heard the words but didn't understand them. None of this made sense. I saw you three hours ago. It's October 15th, 2022. Jacob came back suddenly. No, hun. It's October 31st, 2022. Where have you been? Everyone has been looking for you. I have been looking for you. Everyone is worried sick. The words made Anita stumble backwards and sit down on a log. Her head started pounding and she put a hand to her head. She felt something moist. She pulled her hand in front of her face. Jacob, I think I'm hurt. Jacob said desperately, where are you? She responded, look for me at the second cache. Her head started pounding harder. A brilliant white light came over the trees. Jacob, I have to go. Someone's here. I love you. Anita hung up as Jacob's words were still talking. Anita stood up and walked to the white light. A being manifested in front of her. She wasn't scared at all. She only felt comfort from this being. She started having images of a warm summer day as a kid, laying in the grass, watching the clouds. She started swaying in the thought. She felt the being wrap its arms around her, and she felt the warmth radiate from within. The being leaned over and kissed her cheek. As it did this, it whispered in her ear, This is not your time. The words sounded like music, and she swayed to the sound. The white light engulfed her. News reporter. The woman park rangers pulled out of the woods on October 31st was identified as Anita Johnson. Anita was doing the popular scavenger hunt geocaching when she slipped down a rocky terrain falling to the ground below. They say she is going to make a full recovery, but authorities are trying to figure out how she survived two weeks in the woods with no food or water. Reports coming from local bystanders was there was a humming melody that they didn't recognize. This is Claire with Channel 19 News. Claire took a step on the gravel and stepped on something metallic. She leaned down to pick up the object. She looked and saw it was a jeep with a coat on it. She smiled and she knew she had found a trackable. She tucked it in her purse to be logged later. Thank you for listening to Geocache Adventures. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Have you heard of FTF Magazine? It's the magazine for geocachers, filled with articles and snippets sent in by geocachers just like you. I'm a subscriber myself and I love it. Check them out today at ftfgo.com and tell them Shadow Dragon 1 sent you. Would you like to be a guest on a show or have a topic you'd like to hear covered? Reach out and let me know. Just go to the geocacheadventures.org website and click on the contact page to reach out.